0: So in the word of God, it says that there are times that word of knowledge comes to his people. It's something God just impresses upon you and something that you can share to bless the body. Well, today, I believe Cassie has that word. And so I am prepared to give a word, but I'm going to ask you to just close your eyes and pray for a moment. I think God's going to put something on your heart. Father, I just thank you for my sister. And Lord, whether she has something or not, you love her to pieces. But Father, I just felt impressed that she might have something to share with this body today. So Lord, if she does give her courage, because we thank you, Father, that your gifts and your callings are without repentance. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Funny enough, um, I will say Psalm 23, hits been on my heart in the past couple weeks. Um, it's just been a burst that I've really been holding on to. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you are with me. And of course, I can't remember the other parts right now. <sighs> if anybody uh, help. <laughs> yes, you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemy. that one line has just been really holding me because you know i feel just one thing that god told me the biggest thing that god told me at camp is gassy one i am your safe house that no matter what storm you're in no matter what you're surrounded with that i'm here with you that i'm your comfort i'm your safety in the middle of your storm and so you know, I'm holding on to that for you are close beside me, no matter what, no matter the valley that I'm in right now. And the second thing he said, you know, I prepare you a table in the presence of your enemies. And it's it's not that the storm goes away. It's it's He's preparing that table in front of them. It's in the midst of the storm that he's with you. And just like the second key thing he said is that Cassie, like, You don't have to be alone in this. You don't have to, you know, to get into my safe house, to be with me. You don't have to walk in alone. You don't have to open that door alone. And when we share with other people, when we get real about our struggles, when we actually go down deep and say, this is what I'm struggling with, and I've been trying to do it alone for so long, and I can't anymore. And you say, God, I need you, and I'm going to bring in other people to help me with it. He's going to prepare that table, and you're going to invite people to sit down with you. It's not that the storm goes away. It's still there, but people are with you in the middle of it, and he's going to carry you through that, and at the end, the dust is going to settle at the feet of Jesus. And that's what I've been holding on to, because it doesn't matter what storm is, and days are still going to be hard, but it's that God is still faithful. God is still with you. You're not forsaken. You're not alone. He is with you no matter what. And it's still going to be hard. It's still going to stink. This past week was a really hard week for me. But I had people, they asked me how I was doing. And the only reason I was getting those texts is because I shared with them. And it's by opening up and being vulnerable. When you allow God to to come in and say, okay, yes, like we're going to work on this. And not just try and do it by yourself anymore. And I just want to share one more verse that I've memorized. It says, do not be afraid for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, and I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And then this one quote, so good. I think it was Pastor Stephen Burdick. He said, how can you let God down when you were never holding him up? So it's like, let God hold you and rest in the fact that he loves you no matter where you are. And in the middle of that storm, he's going to be with you. I would say that's just like
2: God I just thank you for this time that we can rest in your presence God And our circumstances don't decide whether you're working or not God you're working all the time God we're in the valley or on the mountain, God, that you're there and moving in each and every one of our lives, God, and speaking in ways that only we can hear your voice, God. You're personal. You speak to each and every one of us, God, and we just thank you for that. You want to know us, God. And so we come here today, God, just, just open and with open arms, God, just open to receive what you have for us. We just thank you that you're such a Loving God, we just thank you for this time, God, and resting in your presence, and we just pray a blessing over the rest of the service, God. In your name we pray, amen. You may be seated.
1: Well, good morning, Shiloh. My name is Cassie Murphy, as you guys might have just learned. Um, In just a minute, we're going to show you guys the Shrine Camp recap video. Woo! Um, But... For those of you who are like, I don't even know what that means, a little bit of background is, you know, for the past many, many, many years, traditionally every um, summer, the youth group goes away on like a 45-day trip. We go to, you know, we go to Maine and, you know, no technology, all just shoved together in cabins, you know, and so... Basically, we take this time to dig into, you know, each year there's usually a theme that we dig into, and we just press into God. We have worship, we have messages, we have, I mean, there's also fun lake days, you know, shoving people off the docks, and so we have a lot of fun stuff, but it's really pressed into building a community with the other kids in, in the youth group, and just really pressing into God. And so, you know, this past... Um, shine camp that we just got back from a couple of weeks ago we pressed into different ways to connect with God it's you know God has created everything so uniquely different and there's just so like nothing is an exact copy that there must be more than two ways to connect with God so we kind of dove into that you know how can I experience God through nature or through um you know studying the bible or just different things so um You're going to see a little bit of that in the video, and we really hope you enjoy and just get a deeper understanding of how God has really um, pressed into us in the past couple of weeks and really showed us how important it is to have community and just to build each other up in our faith. So, hope you enjoy.
3: building relationships. Definitely building relationships with people.
4: For me, it was playing games in Hickory Hall and also having worship night. Um, just like
3: communicating with other people that I never really like talked to as much when I was at like the youth group and like just getting to like trust everyone. And I also really like the games that we played. Um, I think just spending time and like getting close and making friends. Yeah. <laughs> few months I've dealt with OCD. I specifically deal with religious OCD. It's almost like I have a little Pharisee in my head and it's based in perfectionism and it creates a lot of anxiety. I wasn't letting God meet me where I was because it was messy. It was vulnerable and it was hard. Through vulnerability with those around me in community I have felt safe and loved and Coming to camp was a desperate escape from a hard season of my life, and coming and finding such a loving community, and building relationships with people that I haven't known before, I haven't met before, and those relationships have brought a trusting, open, joyful, caring, free version of myself that has been trying to get out for a long time. been a freeing experience
4: for me Uh, before camp i wasn't like sure if i should go or not but like a lot of people encouraged me and i just finally got to decide to do it and honestly i just feel like throughout this camp um i was able to like just grow and learn as a christian and like kind of like live a new life And I just feel like I just could feel God's presence and, like, um, throughout, like, the four days of doing this. And um, um, before I wasn't really, like, I I didn't really talk to that many people, but I just feel like uh, doing this camp, I was starting to, like, talk to more people, build closer relationships, like... So I'm thankful for that, and there's this person, um, Kathy, who has the same name as me, who also um, was someone who like related to me, and I'm just really think, like I'm really grateful to just see someone who like related to me, who had like faced ex- social anxiety in the past, and um, I just feel like this is like a step forward to just like a first step and like a process to just keep going and just trust in God and everything He does.
5: Before i came to camp here i was in a season of growing in prayer and my relationship with god and i was really uh, feeling a desire in my heart to have a dialogue with him have a back and forth conversation rather than me just talking at him and it was kind of a, a fear that i had that i would end up thinking that my voice was god's and conflating those two and and it paralyzed me and it stopped me from doing anything for god's kingdom and so when i came to camp there was a, a point where I was praying with Pastor Greg and we were all sitting there together and I got the sense like, get out of your head and go and do something. And throughout the week, that fear and paralysis was still there because I was like, well, that was really vague. I don't know what to do. I'm not sure what you want from me. And so there were a couple times where I was like, oh, maybe this is what he wants. Maybe this is what he wants. And none of those things panned out. And then just at the end, we're all worshiping and I get this urge that overpowers me to go and sit next to a young man who's who's on, on the side. Um, doesn't seem fully invested and i'm not sure what's going on and i sit down next to him and all of a sudden we're hugging i'm praying words over him that aren't mine and and now the the powerful thing about that for me is i have an experience that tells me this is when god is speaking to me and this is when i'm speaking to myself and i couldn't have come to that conclusion that um wrap up to my fear and my anxiety without shine camp the leaders here and everything that it did for me
6: So I sat in the chapel um, on Friday morning, and we were in worship, and let me tell you, the day prior, my boy Kevin had come over to me and asked me if I needed any prayer. I told him I don't really know what to pray about, and he asked me had I given my life to God yet. And in my head, I was like, yeah, I have, but I really never followed through with it. So I kind of was like, let's do this, and, I felt like I needed to, because I needed to grow a better relationship with God. And with him, I prayed a prayer. And that night I had given my life to God. That was just the beginning though. All of it was amazing. I was in the chapel and we were in worship the morning, in the morning, and everybody was worshiping. And I was like, man, I wanna be able to feel the way these people are feeling when they're worshiping to God. And so I just started praying over and over. God, please show me yourself. God, I wanna feel you. God, I wanna hear you. And on the third time I said, God, I wanna hear you. I just started to cry, I didn't know why. But now that I realize it, I, my whole life, I've kind of been involved in church and stuff. And I have prayed to God quite a bit through my life. I feel like I've never really heard him. And I feel like that was just, him telling me that he's there.
2: For my time at camp, I came into this year kind of thinking um, every camp is different than the ones that I've been to past and to this year. And so just kind of looking on that, um, we came in talking about different ways that we can encounter God. in different ways that we can kind of feel His presence, and going through, I pictured it be more type of a uh, classroom experience, kind of learning, um, taking notes, and experimenting a little bit. Um, but on that second second night, we really, I really felt uh, God move in me in a way that I kind of didn't expect. We were talking about experiencing God through relationships and opening up with one another, and uh, started casual down to like the the more like, "What's your greatest fear?" and what is something about yourself that you've never told anyone and some of these things that just started to open up and I realized that I'd been missing that fellowship with the group of guys that I mean we got together in the end and we all just sat down and talked with each other and were real with each other. Um in that sense of godly community that you can't get anywhere else outside um outside of either your Christian brothers or sisters. And that was just really impactful for me in feeling um that I'm not alone through these things I'm feeling, through the pressures that I put on myself, through expectations that I feel from others, um, that I can talk through it with the people around me and get godly guidance on it um, and feel the love through that way and just really being vulnerable and breaking down those um, stereotypes that we all have to put on this strong um, strong appearance that we have in our life together and that we um, you know, are doing it all and doing it fine um, Because deep down sometimes we're not, and I think when we come together and address that, um, it's really impactful.
7: It's really hard to get up here and talk and not be emotional after that video. I'm looking at staff. They're all over there crying. My name is Pam. Um, I'm also part of the Shine Leadership Team. And this is probably my eighth or ninth time going to camp. And I'll tell you, the spirit never fails to fall at camp. But I was joking with Greg last week, we didn't get to go in 2020. The Lord saved that portion of his spirit and doubled up this year because what he did with this camp was incredible. I could go on forever, I'm not going to. A Couple weeks ago, Pastor Dave was here from North Point Bible College, and he encouraged us to invest in other people and to invest in our youth. We have lunch after this, and we have a fun time outside. Take five minutes and approach a student. What you saw here for testimonies was just a very small portion. Every student gave a testimony that brought us to tears. Just ask them about it, ask them what they learned, ask them what they took home and what they're doing with it while they're there. For those of you that have students that might be interested in Shine, approach us and ask us. Um, We're gonna be having a fun night in a couple of weeks which is a great time to bring new students, students that are in sixth grade or above. So, Greg, if you wanna come up and close the service?
8: Thanks. I'll put it here. Yeah, Shine Camp. It's an amazing experience. Um, But what about the rest of us? Maybe we didn't get a chance to go to Shine Camp, right? We're not young anymore. Uh, You know, there's something that God has for all of us. And And it just moves my heart as I'm watching kids talk about experiencing the power of community, experiencing the power of vulnerability, And I think about Shiloh small groups starting up in September, right? We're going to start uh, signups right at at Labor Day weekend. Like if you've never been in a small group, this is something you want to get involved in because coming to church on a Sunday morning is great, but you know what? You don't really get a chance to talk to to many people or to open up or to really share like that part that you never shared with anyone before or ask prayer or be vulnerable. And that's what you can do in a small group. And And I think that's the heart when we say Shiloh community church right the the heart of Shiloh is to to be a community and to be a community not only where it's safe but where you can say you know what I, I am going through a hard time I could use prayer and um you know I, I love the testimony from the young man towards the end Dominic where he's like yeah I've, I've gone to church a lot and and you know like I've seen Dom like I know <laughs> I know he's been to church probably his whole life but going to church doesn't make you on fire for God. Doesn't, going to church doesn't make you in a relationship with God. It, it's something that, you know, it's, it's interesting. He goes, my boy Kevin, right? <laughs> You're going to meet Kevin in a minute. But it, it was just a simple act of someone coming up to him and saying, you know, Dom, have you ever given your life to the Lord? Its he's like, I, I don't know that I really have, but I think that's what I need. I'm ready. I'm ready to do it. And and how many of us may, like, we may come to church on a Sunday morning and then we walk out and, and it's this, this simple question. Have you ever given your life to the Lord? Are you just kind of coming to church and, and and walking out? Well, here's how you know the difference. When you experience the love of God, you're never, ever the same, right? So if, if your heart and mind is, has never experienced that love, then, then you walk in the same as you walk out. And, and if that's ever been you, like, I would love to talk with you after this service because, like, God has so much more for, for wanting. He, he sent his son to have a relationship with us that his son would die on the cross to pay for your sin and my sin. And that's the message of, of Youth Camp, that's the message of Shiloh Community Church, that you would come to know community, and it's community with one another, but centered around Jesus Christ, right? Because how does the world know that you and I are believers? The, the Word of God says this way, because they're going to see our love for one another. And you know what, I'm, I'm going to fail you, you're going to fail the next person, and, and someone else is going to fail me. We, we're all imperfect, But as we come with our junk, as we come in vulnerability, as we come and say, hey, this is who I am. I need prayer. Let me pray for you. I'll extend grace to you. Would you extend grace for me? Something incredible happens. It's called the power of the Holy Spirit to to move in our midst. So I want to just take a few moments before we close service and ask, are there any seniors here that are heading off to college? Would you please stand? We want to pray for you. Or any seniors that are just, you're heading off to your next phase of life. If you're a senior in high school or, or, you know, you were a senior, please stand up. And any other kids that are heading back to college, um, you know, maybe you're already in college, but we want to pray for you as well. All right, would you just extend your hands out to these kids? Let's pray a blessing over them. God, I thank you for these seniors and for these college students jesus it's it 's such an important phase of life to, to be to just be heading out and, and to be doing uh, life on your own and, and college and whatnot, and I pray, Lord, your hand be upon them, Father, I pray for Christian community wherever they are, Jesus, you show them the, friend, the friends that they need to have, let them go, make those invites, let people come to them, but Lord, I pray for connections that are there are connections that point to you and and that bring life, Lord, so bless each one, Lord. Be with them in those quiet times where maybe they're lonely, uh, where where they need a friend. Lord, thank you that you are the friend that sticks closer to their brother. So I thank you for that. We pray your hand and your blessing upon each one. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, and the last thing I want to do is I want to tell you how God has incredibly answered a prayer that we've had here at Shiloh probably for as long as I've been here. Um, But, you know, more in the past, uh, since January, we've been praying and saying, God, is this the time that we move and and try to make a hire of a new youth leader here at Shiloh? Uh, You know, ultimately, I would love to have a youth pastor, but our heart here at Shiloh is we don't want to bring a person in and call them pastor. We want to bring a person in and kind of have you get to know them, us get to know them, God kinda already show us what they're what they're operating in, and then we'll have a time where we would call that person pastor and pray over them and ordain them. Um, But we have gone through a a very intensive process. Uh, Thank you to Brian Murphy. I don't know if he's in here, but Brian led a team of of people that that worked to not only scan resumes but talk to people pray uh the elders got together and prayed and we've made an offer that's been accepted and i'd like to introduce our new youth leader which is kevin girovati so kevin bring your family up with you so it it just kind of it kind of struck me it kind of struck me when when dominic's like my boy kevin this is my boy kevin right here (laughs) um so I just thought, I, I'm just going to say a few words, and, and Shine staff, I'd like you to come up, because we we want to include you in the prayer, and, and other elders, if you would come up, we want to pray over Kevin and thank the Lord for what he's doing. But a little bit about Kevin and his wife, Aria, we don't have time now for him to really get a chance to, to greet you all, but like afterwards, come up, say hi, get to know Kevin and Aria and their two kids. Um, Kevin currently leads a business called Rise Up Staffing that manages to to homeless and, and people that are trying to, to get a hand up and need a job. It's a staffing company, but it's a Christian staffing company. He, he runs that with Brian Murphy. Um, it's gonna take him a little bit to get out of Rise Up. So, you know, his his crossover point coming into Shiloh is, is gonna be gradual as he finishes up Rise Up. But Kevin is just a, a wonderful man of God, not perfect, none of us are, but um you know God is, God has put an anointing on his life, and I, I really believe that this is this anointing is something that God has for us here at Shiloh. If you come to any of the ten days of prayer that we talked about earlier, Kevin's the one that organizes that across the city. So like he's a connector and it's just one Wonderful to see. So, I, I'd like to pray a, a prayer blessing over Kevin and over all the rest of the Shine staff that he's going to get a chance to work with and just thank the Lord for what he's doing in our youth. And, Arith, and Aria, too. Ed, if you want to, I'll let you lead us off. How's that? All right. all right. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Lord, the word says, your word says, seek, seek, and ye shall find. Well, we have been seeking for some time now, for who you would send us to be not only a leader, but a role model to our, our young, young adults, our youth. And, Lord, we just thank you. Kevin has shown himself faithful to you in so many different ways throughout the city of Manchester. And, Father, we believe he has come to Shiloh for such a time as this. And, and Ari as well. Lord, we know that um, we need the whole man here, uh, whole person, So we welcome Aria and their wonderful and beautiful children. Lord, we just thank you. We see in advance what we saw at Shine Camp just happening, though, not at camp, but day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month. As Kevin and Aria draw close to these youth, not just on a Friday night, but on other times, Lord, how they can speak into their lives. And, Father God, I just give you praise. I give you honor. I give you glory. We pray for Kevin and for Aria that they would find that power in the Holy Spirit to do the work that you've called them to do. We believe that. We confess mm-hmm. that. That is our prayer thank for you, them Jesus. this
8: day. Amen. And Lord I want to thank you for Shine Staff, Lord, that have been faithful, Lord, and I thank you for this addition to Shine Staff now with Kevin and uh, Lord, I, I just pray a stirring in the name of Jesus, Lord, for each yes. one, Lord, for, for Kevin and for the rest of Shine Staff. Lord, I stir up the gifts that are, are within them, Lord. I call them forth in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, I pray for your anointing to be on each one, Lord, and and uh, we look for great things, Father, for what your Spirit wants to do. Lord, we pray for revival in our youth. Mm-hmm. God, I pray that each each youth gets... Uh, their lives are, are so changed by the love of Jesus that they can't help but share in their school. And as they share in their school, the more kids get to know you. And, and Lord, we just pray for a fire to, to just grow into the, like a forest fire that's happening out in California now, God. What a picture, Lord, that something so small can start th- this amazing burn, Lord. And, and I pray that, that your spirit would work in and through each one of them. Lord, bless Kevin, bless his, his family. Lord, thank you for answering our prayer. We pray these things in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. So downstairs, we have a wonderful lunch. You are all invited. All right. It's probably best if you head down that way, because then we can start the, the lines going on either side. Um, so thank you so much for being here. Thank you for those of you that joined us online. Sorry, you don't get a chance to have lunch with us, but maybe some other time. We look forward to that. So if if you're here, though, and you know, our, our moment of talking earlier, talking about community, talking about a relationship with Jesus. if you don't know him or you're like, Greg, I do come to church and kind of leave the same way. Come up afterwards. We'd love to pray with you. All right. So let me let me just pray for us as we leave. And I'm going to pray a blessing over the food as well. So, Father, thank you for your hand upon each one. Lord, God, we, we look to you today. God, that you work in, in just incredible, mysterious ways. And Lord, I, I pray for each one here, God. It's, it's your desire, Father, that each of us would have a personal relationship with you. And I ask, God, Lord, if there's any here that, that don't know you personally, Lord, maybe they've just been coming to church and leaving, Lord, today would be the day that they would uh, invite you in and, and give their hearts and their lives to you, that they'd experience the love of Jesus in a, in a life-changing, powerful, dramatic way. And Lord, I thank you for the opportunity we have to, to break bread together afterwards. And I pray you bless the food, bless each one that that works so hard to prepare it. Lord, and we just pray for a wonderful afternoon. And we thank you for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Thanks for being here. Thanks for joining us today. See you downstairs.